0: So let me ask you a question this morning or today, whenever you're watching this, when you are not feeling well, when you are dealing with an ache, a pain, a sickness, what is the very first thing that you do? If this is a really important question. It may seem out of the blue, but I want you to think about this. Do you uh, run to the medicine cabinet and grab some ibuprofen or NyQuil or decongestant? Uh, do you start Googling to figure out if you've got some like horrible illness Do you keep it inside and and just carry it as a secret, as a a burden? Do you tell somebody uh, or do you run to God? What do you do when you are not feeling well, when you are dealing with some sort of physical struggle? And let me even say, when you're dealing with some sort of emotional struggle, do you turn to the Lord and say like, help me God, I can't get through this. Do you turn to a friend? Do you turn to the word of God? Do you turn to Google again? Like, what is your habit that probably has been modeled for you to some degree, but also is probably a part of your your wiring? What is your tendency? The reason I'm asking you that is uh, because what we're doing at More to Be is we're studying the names of God and we're seeking to have a fresh encounter with Him. So if this is your first time joining me here, my name is Lisa Pulliam. I'm the founder of More to Be, and I passionately believe. That through a fresh encounter with God and his word, that he will change the way we think and change our lives from the inside out. And it's not just for what he's going to give to us, but it's also how he wants to use us in this world and in particular impact the next generation. It's interesting. I'm recording this while I'm away with my daughter in Boston. Uh, She's participating in a program called Harvard Model Congress. And for the last four days, 1,400 high schoolers have been acting and simulating our national government, our our Congress, our, our House, our Senate, our judiciary system. Uh, my daughter is playing a role in the executive branch and the fascinating thing is that they, ha- uh, they are playing roles. They're assigned actual real-life people that they're supposed to be, but they have to make decisions on the fly and they have to study and understand. How these people that they are representing would make decisions and function as they are passing bills. and it's been it's just been awesome to watch her and it's actually kind of renewed my hope in our uh, country when I think about these young people who are actually taking time to think about why we do what we do and what does our government function like. And it's made me say, this is why we study the word of God. And I've had this conversation with her multiple times as she thinks about going into politics and, and law. Like, you need to know your plumb line. You need to know inside and out what God thinks and why he says what he says and does what he does so that you can see the rest of this world through that lens. And, and so today we are actually looking at the, the attribute of God, the Lord that heals, that's one of his names that he refers to himself as, and it is a partly a name that we studied last week, Yahweh, or Yehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah, uh, and then the second portion of that is Rapha, And we meet God as the Lord that heals in Exodus 15, and so it's interesting because we've been in Exodus 15 before I, I took us to it when we were studying Yahweh and looking at how he declared that as his name after he rescued the Israelites from the Red Sea, uh, you know, parting the Red Sea and taking them through, taking them out of Egypt. And so when we pick up on this passage, the first uh, like 15, 16 verses, actually 18 verses, is a recounting of that journey that God took them out of the wilderness. And then we have this really kind of abrupt transition at verse 22, and I want to read it to you. Um, because we're going to look at verses 22 through 26. So then Moses led Israel from, uh, I'm sorry, then Moses led Israel on from the Red Sea, and they went out to the wilderness of Shur. They journeyed for three days in the wilderness without finding water. They came to Marah, but they could not drink the water at Marah because it was bitter. That is why it was named Marah. The people grumbled to Moses what are we going to drink? I just like, I'm like, oh my word. He just look at what he did. He rescued them from slavery in Egypt. He parted the Red Sea. He set them free. And immediately they're like, look at what we've got now. We've got, we've got this bitter water that we're drinking. What are we going to drink? What is God going to do? I mean, they were a front line uh, watching God's faithfulness and provisions and, and they were struggling dramatically. And so, you know, I think we need to extend ourselves some grace when we're like, where's God and what is he doing? When, when I first got to this hotel room, and I had some time alone. I, um, I put on, you know, I said, hey, Siri, play me some worship music. And the song that came on was God of this city. And my view out this window here is of the Charles river and the cityscape of Boston. And I was like, really God, like, are you still God of this city? This is a city where our forefathers founded our country. I mean, it was Boston was critical in that, in the history of our country. And I look out there and I'm like, God, are you still there? And is that any different than how the Israelites feel? So he cried out, Moses cried out to the Lord and Lord showed him a tree. When he threw it into the water, the water became drinkable. The Lord made a statue, a statute and ordinance for them at Marah and he tested them there. I have a hard time with that. I'm just going to be honest. Like God, why are you constantly testing your people? Like, And it's because I think he wants to understand the authenticity of our relationship. Are we truly connected? Are we truly invested? Are we truly looking for a both ways relationship with God? Or are we only looking to what we get out of it? He said, if you carefully obey the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, pay attention to his commands and keep all his statutes. I will not inflict any illnesses on you that I inflicted on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Then they came to Elam where there were 12 springs and 70 date palms and they camped there by the water. So I looked up the Lord who heals you. Uh, I wanted to see like, okay, is there anything more to that? Like what kind of healing are we talking about? And, and blue letter Bible, which y'all know I go to offers four different words. Uh, and I'm not even sure if I'm going to pronounce these right. So bear with me. You could go look it up for yourself. Kale means to heal. Uh, it also means to restore favor, Nifal, to be healed, which is literal, a literal translation of that, but also to be healed of personal distress and of national hurts. And I was like, interesting. I'm in Boston. Uh, my kid is participating in our, you know, a simulated government. How many national hurts are there? How many international hurts are there? Heal to heal, also means the same as Nafal. And then his parallel, in order to get healed. And, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm looking at this and I'm like, God is the God who heals. He heals us physically. He heals us emotionally. He heals us relationally. He can heal our government. He can heal our families. He can heal our our internal states and our hearts. He is the God who heals. But like I started in the beginning, what are we turning to for our healing? Are we turning to God or are we turning to everything else? Are we looking for a new diet to heal our bodies rather than to God to show us how to heal our bodies? I was just reading a post that somebody uh, shared about their two-year success in their journey. And they, they didn't buy a plan. They didn't join a club. They didn't have a gimmick they started exercising, they changed uh, how they ate their food, and they started stewarding their body. And I was like, yes, like that is it. God is not a God of gimmicks, right? You know, healing our relationships. What does it look like to own our stuff and to say I'm sorry and to ask for forgiveness rather than looking for the next way to fix and change somebody? And you know, that may be needing to go for counseling because we're so stinking stuck in our own thinking. But we cannot do that apart from the word of God. We cannot do that apart from how God says to live, believing that therapy alone is going to solve our problem. and We just had Dr. Michelle Bengston on the podcast. And she's, you know, she's a doctor. She understands neurobiology and she has struggled with depression and anxiety. And she said, you know, you cannot do this apart from God. It's a great episode. I I highly encourage that you listen to it. You know, and then we look at our government and yeah, we can have sanctions and pass bills and elect this official and have that accomplished. But if we are doing it apart from God's purposes, apart from giving him honor and him glory, to what end goal are are we working towards? So yeah, I'm clearly all fired up here as I we have taken time to study this in preparation for this week together, and I'm looking forward to asking this question all week long. God, where am I turning to for healing? Is it primarily you with the resources you have provided for me, or is it everything else and you're last on my list? And I would encourage you to think about that question as well as you think about your relationships, your health, your heart, your organization that you're a part of our government, our world. May we really commit together uh, in, in prayer, maybe even in fasting, uh, to, to seek God as our healer, uh, Yahweh Rapha. Thanks for being with me this week. I am loving studying the Word of God with you, and I hope you join me each week. You can find the Encounter God uh, scripture cards to journey along with me and more to be at the shop. Uh, you can hear this. Maybe you're listening to it right now on the podcast, as each week I release an episode uh, from this Encounter God series. You can find a video of it if you prefer to do that rather than a podcast. And all the links and resources you can find at moretobe.com. Thanks for joining me.